This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. and good melodies, bad hangovers and good memories, but right now I'ma do it how I say I do it, I'ma jump that hurdle when I get to it, I'm looking at her, looking at me, I'm the gingerbread man, come and catch me, talk of the town, you could be my TT, a housemate in my celebrity BB, you looking like a star, where's your manager, turn out a 10 from the front, now back it up, these other guys just ain't got the stamina, me, I rock and roll like no Gallagher, so why they hating on the king for, huh, so why they hating on the king for, I'm just living my life, better live yours. Yes, good evening there. Welcome to the Leicester City Fan Zone Show. My name's Phil and it's Monday night, it's 7.30. We are very lucky tonight. We have got Neil Dan's ex 
Leicester City player joining us live in just a couple of moments' time. Get your questions in, get your comments in. Whatever you want to ask Neil Dams, you can do it because this is your Leicester City, Leicester Fan TV Fan Zone show. All right, let's start with a few hellos. Hi to Maz. Thanks for watching tonight. Please like and share, Maz. Uh, Lewis wants to ask, how was his time at Berry? Matthew Bond is watching. Good evening to you. So, Sean Sarson, very, very good evening to you. Uh, Graham Ball, Mark Charles saying good evening from all you fellow Foxes. Lee Shaw and Mick Bell. How are you, Mick? Hope you're well. Get your views in, Mick. What would you like to ask Neil Dance? Let's get on to things as quickly as we can. Let's bring Jamie in from the Foxes' arms to introduce Neil Dunn's. Hi, Jamie. Evening, evening all. How the devil are we? Are we all good? Hope everyone's well on this Monday evening. Super good, Jamie. Come on, then. Let's introduce right. Neil Dunn's. Neil Dunn's. You've took me link already. I was going to start with a song, singing a song, but you've took that one already. <laughs> well, let's see you sing it, then. Now. Come on, then. No. Everybody dance now. Mm, 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 mm. Anyway, anyway. Right. We'll see if we, we can get Neil Dunn's to sing that in a minute. Yeah. Um... <laughs> It was one of Sven's first signings in uh, the well in the summer of July of, it, of yep. 2011. He was only here for two years. He only really had one full season with us. And then the next season, he had two loans. Uh, he went out on loan twice. Uh, it, I think, if I remember rightly, it was from that video clip you just shown, he was like a real energetic player. He had yep. a bit of misfortune to be sent off on his debut in a friendly against Mallorca. After that... It just went, I think he went well from the first year and then the second year, a new manager, and I think things changed. So I think we ought to get him in. And oh, he's, he played 42 games for us and he scored six goals. And so I think fans, he did. He a, big, a big fan's favourite at the time. So let's bring oh, yeah. him in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here is Danzy, Neil Danz. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Brilliant. Are you, Neil? You're right. us. I'm good. Thanks. Call then, Jamie. You fire away with the first question. The first question is, right? You were at Palace. You had a good time at Birmingham before in a Palace. How did Sven get you to come to leave Palace and come to Leicester? What was his influence on you for him to come to Leicester? I think um, you didn't really, you didn't really need to, you didn't have to influence me too much because you could just see from the outside um, the sorts of plans that Leicester had. Um, obviously, you could see signings coming in from everywhere, and I think that he was really going to have a go. And of course, it was closer to home for me. I'm from Liverpool, so Leicester's not as far as Leicester Palace was. So um, there was, was loads of factors, but the main one was just that the club looked to be going in the right direction, and um, the new owners were coming in, and the only That's good. Yeah. Good answer that was, wasn't it? Neil, we've got, fans, <laughs> we've got fans coming in. I've just got Tom's join us. Tom, you got a question for Neil? For Neil Duns? Yeah, I was going to say, just you answered the thing. I mean, that season you came in, you mentioned about the signing. I, mean, I remember the first game away at Coventry, we took 5,500 fans up that day and your reaction when we scored was priceless on uh, the goal. Uh, I mean, that team, Jelson Fernandez, Richie Wellens, uh, Nugent to come into the team, Michael had signed. Did you really feel that that was a season we could push on as a as a club when you came in and the chance of there to promotion? And why didn't you think it worked out as it did? Yeah, definitely. Um, when I signed, I thought 
we definitely had a massive chance. But um, that was an experience where I learned a lot from. I think putting so many players together at once, I think it was probably a bit naive to think that we could just gel together and it could just happen like that. Um, as we all know, football, a lot of it's to be with team chemistry, figuring out what positions are best for each player and stuff. And there was a lot of us that came in, in in the summer. I think it was like 12 or 13 players. And I think that was probably too much at the time to for the team to gel together. And I think, obviously, you've seen the best of it. The, the following years, obviously, once the, the team got settled and people figured out who was best playing where and stuff like that. So, you look back at it and I think the signings um, set up the club in good stead for the for the future and what happened after that. So, I think you just look back at it as a positive, even though that season didn't happen the way everyone wanted it to. I think the, yeah, found, really the foundations were there. Back. Sorry, my telly's just come on. <laughs> <laughs> go, go and turn your telly off. Come on. Um, live, live streaming, that is, isn't it? Absolutely. Live stream. Big, big champion. He wonder where he's gone. <laughs> Sorry, you got, you turned he the just... telly off there, Neil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, you were starting to say there, Neil, about uh, building the foundations, and it very much, I think, was part of that evolution that was going on at Leicester. You, when you, you came in, did you feel like you were building into something that was going to be a much bigger picture, maybe? Yeah, 100%. I mean, the owners hadn't been there too long. They were like everyone else. Hoping that we could make it season. We all know in football it will take time, and thankfully it didn't actually take that much time for Leicester once the spending and stuff did happen. So um, I think you look back, and I look back at it and think, well, I was a part of something that was the beginnings of. Leicester getting back in the Premiership and um, there's, I got the opportunity to play with some fantastic players and players that are still there to this day. Um, so I just look back fondly. I saw you picked uh, the other day, I think it was on TalkSport or somewhere, your top top players you'd ever played with, Neil. It was quite quite a squad, uh, quite a team that you'd got there with some great players, like you say, Heskey, um, Jamie Vardy and, and such like. You, you, you know, played with some great players in your career. Yeah, I've been fortunate enough to, uh, like I say, um, there was a lot of players that missed out. The likes of Damien Duff, Andy Cole, Dwight York, uh, all players that I shared the pitch with um, as well. So there, there was a lot of competition in there, but um, I just I, I had to pick the team based on balance and stuff like that as well. It wasn't just as simple as that. But no, like I say, I'm fortunate enough to have played with them great players and um when I when I look back at my career now, I'm 37 years of old, um, years old, and still playing in League One. Do you know what I mean? So I look back now and I just think a little lad from Toxteth um, <laughs> uh, got to play with some of the greatest players that have ever graced the Premiership. Absolutely, I'm going to bring in uh, Lee Chapman. Ch- Chappers, how are you? Evening, guys. How are you all? Good. Have you got a question for Neil? Uh, I've not got a question, but I have got a, uh, a comment that uh, Neil will like. It's from Alan Young. Alan Young's watching. He says, hello. I'm sure you know Alan Young, Youngy, Leicester legend. Yes, of course. Absolute legend. <laughs> he's in the, uh, he's, he's in the, in the comment section right now, Phil. So that's quite cool. Um, get your comments in, guys that are watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, best- Andy Meadow says, who's the best player that you played with at Leicester, Neil? 
Um, at Leicester, like you say, some fantastic players. But I think if you look now, you only have to look at what Jamie Vardy's gone on to do um, since signing for the club. And I, I was really close with, with Jamie um, when we were at our time at, at Leicester. And from the first day when I seen him come into training, straight away, you could see that he was just natural talent. Um, I was I was looking, thinking, how's he been? We just signed him from non-league because you could see the speed, you could see the technical ability instantly. And it, it just didn't surprise me that we played such a hefty fee for him, like yeah. straight from Tom? Yeah, no, just one question, really. I mean, your time seemed to end quite quickly. That's what I mean. I'm just a big fan of yours. You work rates and everything like that. You also, your feet for, you know, you're really quick-footed around players at times, and we've seen from the montage at the beginning. What actually happened with you and Nigel Pearson? We have to question because there is rumours something happened and you suddenly disappeared out of the team and loaned out. I mean, you were in and around the team for the first year and a half and it all then just sadly disappeared. Yeah, um, no, um, I was actually speaking to Nigel Pearson um, a couple of months back because obviously we knocked them out of the cup, the FA Cup. Um, we beat Watford a couple of months ago and uh, speaking to him, uh, well, actually nothing ever happened between Nigel Pearson and if I'm being completely honest, like I said, I'm open to any questions and stuff. Um, I honestly don't know myself because uh, obviously the first season I played majority, well, I think I played about 30-odd games, scored six goals. Um, ended up wearing the captain's armband until the end of yeah. the season. And then, um, so I, I think I captained the team like 10 times and stuff and obviously scored six goals in 30. So I thought, yeah, like not a bad start to the season if I could get 10 goals next season. And then we came back to pre-season and I never, ever started another Leicester game. It's so mad. It was, that's, that's it was mad, one of them from I, 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 Yeah, yeah. I thought you were an absolute baller when you were at Leicester. I thought... My yeah. word, we're onto something here, and then it just fizzled out. What was the difference between playing under Sven and and Pearson? Um, Pearson was a lot more hands-on. Um, he's he's a big character, tough character. Um, Sven was the opposite. He was more laid back. Um, had coaches around him that did the coaching and stuff like that. And um, Nigel had tried to sign me a hole from Palace um, before I come on the first day that he came to Leicester he actually said to me he actually said to me you ain't playing for me you turned me down <laughs> once me. and then he ended up making me captain towards the end of the season and I actually spoke to him um, in the second season I went into him and said what's happening mate you've gone from making me captain um, scoring six goals feeling like I did pretty well um, considering um, and he said, do you know what, Danzi? He said, it's nothing against you whatsoever. He said, you know, I love the type of player you are. Well, obviously, with the spending that's happened, there's going to have to be some sacrifices, um, which was fair enough. And at the end of the day, I think I think I can say it now. I think I was on a good contract out there. I came to Crystal, I came from Crystal Palace on a free transfer. Um, I was on a good contract. Um, probably, if I'm being honest, probably more done than what a champion, an average championship player yeah. was. So I think when you look at that, he's probably thinking, well, if I can replace Dan, get two players in for the price of one, then, and for me, when I look back now, and I never had a problem with Nigel or anyone, because that's the sort of person I am. I just thought to myself, well, fair enough, that's, that's what he's there to do. If I was ever a manager, sometimes you don't like making decisions, but 
like being a footballer, you've got to do what's best for you. And he's in the same position, but just as a manager. So I, I have no problem with that whatsoever. And there was never any falling out. And even when I went left on loan, Leicester played against Huddersfield and I was still signed to Leicester, but I couldn't play in the game. And I went up and spoke to him in a tunnel. And like I say, the sort of person that, that I am, I don't hold any grudges towards yeah. anyone or yeah. anything. And even clubs I hadn't played at, I just think it's part of the game. At the end of the day, we're blessed to do what we do. There's no yeah. point in moaning because someone has a different opinion. At the end of the day, that's that's football. Neil, I've got a question from Carl Goodwin, who's watching, and he says, what was your best and worst moment while you were at Leicester? Did you hear that, Neil? Can you hear me, Neil? What was your best and worst moment at Leicester? I'm not sure. Nothing. Can anybody Can anybody hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Phil. I'll, I'll, I'll ask him. Yeah. I'll ask him. Uh, Neil? I think he's gone. Hi, Neil. Can you hear us still? Can you hear us, Neil? I don't know if we've lost him. I don't know. Um, Annie Meadows has put biggest joker in the Leicester dressing room. I, I really want to know who was um, the biggest joker in the Leicester. Best and worst moment. Um, can you still hear me, guys? Yes, yeah. yeah. yeah Carry on. For it, mate. Um, yeah, I heard it, but it's a bit slow, so. Yeah, yeah so what was your best and worst um, moment at Leicester? Best moment was. <laughs> Go on. I think it's got a bit stuck. Can you hear me, guys? Yes, mate, can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. You carry on now. You might have to drop him out and drop him back and pull him back in, Phil. We can hear you perfectly, Neil. Can you just... Yeah, but he's behind us, isn't he? He's behind us. Let's see. Well, why don't we just hopefully Neil's going to drop in and drop back out. Um, he was, yep. Tom, he was a big fan's favourite, wasn't he? He, he was. Oh, as I said, he's, uh, he was. He came to football club. I think when we signed him, a lot of Leicester fans were impressed with getting some of Neil Dan's equality. And we he's what we needed in theory. He needs someone who's a ball-winning midfielder, but also got that uh, little bit of skill he still at time to move the ball around the park. And uh, when he came to the football club, especially getting him in front of uh, Rangers at the time, who were after him as well, was a big coup. I'm trying to add Neil Dans back in now. Ross and Jamie have joined us as well. Neil, can you hear us again? Yeah, I can hear you now. Brilliant. Neil, the question was from Carl, what was your best and worst moment at Leicester? Um... Best moments, um, I don't know, the great moment when we knocked Norwich out of the FA Cup, um, they were in the Premiership at the time, and we put in a really good performance. I think after that game, we got to play Chelsea away um, in the FA Cup. And obviously, um, scoring against Derby, which was a yeah. night. <laughs> yeah. And stuff, um, yeah, scoring against Derby and doing the double over them that season um, was was really good. Um, I'd say the worst moment was probably how it all ended, really, just that yeah. it was, it, there was no real clear indication of what I still to this day, day, like I said, I know that decisions had to be made and stuff, but I just felt, obviously, after playing the majority of the game, scoring six goals and um, getting to captain, the, the side 
um, and maybe I've got more of a chance. But in hindsight, um, if I would have stayed, Leicester might probably wouldn't be in the Premiership. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that. <laughs> oh dear. We've just we've added Ross in. Ross, have you got any questions for Neil? Yes, I have got one actually. Can you hear me, Neil? All right. Yeah. Yep, Sam. So if you remember back in 2010 before you joined Leicester, you made a certain music video. <laughs> yeah. Can you remember what it was? Um 2010. Would that have been key? It might, it might be this one. I'm just I've got it on my phone, just two seconds. <laughs> don't know about this. I've got the video for the end, Neil. So don't worry, we've got the video at the end. Yeah, keep your head up. I'm, I'm just, I remember it recently, and uh, when I found out you were coming on, and I thought, I remember that song. Um, yeah. Nine years ago, it came out. <clears throat> you brought it out. Do you still do music? Yeah, um, obviously, when I look back at that sort of thing, now I cringe. <laughs> I didn't have a um, clue what I was doing, but since then, I've actually um, I'm a, I've done a diploma in audio engineering and music production. Um, oh, I, nice. think, I think anyone who follows me on Instagram um, and stuff will have seen little bits and bobs that I've been doing and stuff, and I've actually just um, wrote and produced a song for a, for a lady who's being signed to a major label in um, in the United States, which was an absolute like, dream of mine, just for someone of that caliber to actually like the songs, right? Because I've never wanted to be an actual artist myself, but I just, I play piano and guitar and stuff like that. So I've always just loved to write and stuff. And like I say, to have um, someone from the United States who's rich, she's a 17 year old and she's just, literally singing for Interscope Records at the minute. So she, I've done two songs for it. I've come back for another one. So, um, yeah. Oh, nice one. The number one as well. You, um, do you remember Spitter 2? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made your own uh, social media. Yeah, I remember. Because yeah. you trying yeah, to, it was trying to be like something better than Twitter and then you, it came Spitter 2 or something. I remember you were talking about it on Football Focus once and then yeah. about radio. <laughs> Yeah, do you know what? Um, it was actually, it was actually, um, it was doing pretty well as well. But I, when when I got in with some other lads as well, we didn't actually, we got the app created and then it was sort of grown quicker than we could actually handle because it, it, like when you're obviously setting up things that are growing that fast, it costs. There's a lot of finances in, involved in taking it to the next level constantly, constantly, and um, like I say, um, it. It actually did well, and then it just got to that point where we were like, "What do we do? Should we sell a sell a domain and sell a thingo?" You know? And and then in the end, we decided to sell, so which wasn't too bad, and ended up doing okay. But like I say, probably our we were too young to ever have anything like that, and it was probably too more, too advanced for us. Neil, I've got a question for you. Do you still keep in touch with any of the Leicester lads that you played with at the time your spell at Leicester? Um, yeah, obviously I'm I'm old now. I've got three kids and that, so it's not it's not that sort of twitch. But I do fire over the odd um, message and same. We all follow each other and stuff on Twitter and Instagram. So we'll congratulate each other and stuff like that. Um, like uh, sent obviously all the boys that were there when I was there when we, when you Leicester yeah. won the Premier League. Yeah. Everyone congratulations and like I say, from the outside it was unbelievable to watch. Uh, I was cheering myself. Because you, you formed a great relationship there, and um, 
inevitably you want everyone to do well. And like I said, I've got nothing but admiration for Leicester City Football Club and everything that it's gone through in the last couple of years. I just think it's an absolutely fantastic club. Um, didn't work out the way I wanted it to, but I've still got so much admiration for the fans and for the and for the actual club itself. And the, yeah, an absolutely amazing job. Brilliant. Jamie, have you got a question? I've got a, yeah. Well, it's actually a fan's question from uh, Ben Waisley. He says, Neil, who was the best and worst trainers at the time at the club when you were there? Um, best and worst trainers? That's a tough one. Um, I mean, we saw at the start you. the clip of you, Neil, enjoying training and, and, and larking around. Was that something that happened <laughs> a lot? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think as you'll probably see now, I'm I'm always laughing and joking, and, and that yeah. I just I just think life life's too short. You may as well just laugh all the time. Do you know what I mean? And, um, when I look back, you know, I can't I can't actually pinpoint because to be fair, everyone we had a good group and everyone was um, really good trainers. But I'd say Andy Knockout was quality because he's he's obviously he was a little magician. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So you could see like. You got to see some stuff that you just think, wow, how's he just done that? And worst, um, uh, do you know what? There's actually no, there was actually no one there that was that bad, bad I can remember. But <laughs> too many people <laughs> watching <here> to say. <laughs> Dan, Neil, Neil, you're still obviously you're still playing, Neil. Yeah, I mean. Talk us through, Neil, what you're doing at Tranmere and, and what the plans are going forward. Have you got another couple of seasons left in you? Um, yeah, and I'm 37 years of age, now 38 in November. And um, genetically, um, I've been lucky. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> plus, plus, it helps the fact that I, I absolutely love the game of football and I've always loved the game of football. So now that... I've got two young boys and a little girl, um, and my two young boys love football. One's ten and one's fourteen. One actually played for Liverpool, yeah, fourteen-year-old. So he's constantly got me in the garden, keeping me on my toes. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it's actually getting to that that stage now where you start thinking, "Oh, me and You know I mean? Yeah, that's the way it is. Like it makes me. It makes me smile every day. So, like I say, I'm fortunate and blessed to still be playing at League One at this level and um, obviously got promoted last season um, and captain very to promotion. Um, fantastic club. Absolutely so sad of what happened to the club and stuff. Um, but no, you just got to keep being positive and, and keep enjoying every day. And that's what I do now because I know it doesn't last forever. So I just try and take one season at a time. And as long as I can do a job for someone, as long as I possibly can. Tom, have you oh, got a question there? Yeah, you just sort of uh, answered it really. I mean, you, you captain Barry to lead promotion. What was fair play brilliant to the club and it's such a such a tragedy thing to see a football club to go under like mm. it did. Do you think things need to be put in place this doesn't happen again to any other football club? Because it just seems like to me the Football League didn't want to help Barry out and just let it happen. Yeah, 100%. I think uh, a lot of a lot of questions got asked when all the situation happened and um, I think it was vital that questions got asked how certain owners were allowed to take over football without proof of actual funds and buying 
clubs for one pound and then never paying the players once. And like I say, my hat goes off to all the lads who were there at Bay because we literally had to, we got promoted without being paid for seven months. And I know in the lower leagues, it was, it was literally, it was hard watching because some of them lads haven't been fortunate enough to play at high levels and have savings and stuff so you really seen people struggling and you see the kit woman crying and stuff like that and it was really it was really a disaster and one thing that I hope no other club has to experience because it does really affect people's lives Are you uh, Neil are you still in the uh, international side as well because you've got a couple of goals haven't you under your wing at international level just as I just put in, I was fortunate enough, uh, the first ever time in the country's history to qualify for the Gold Cup, um, obviously with the likes of Mexico, USA, where um, we qualified and I had scored in every qualifier to get us there. And then obviously we went to the, the Gold Cup. Um, we had Panama, USA and Trinidad in our group. Um, we ended up finishing third. Um, we were the smallest country there. I, uh, I ended up scoring three goals in three games. I uh, scored two against Panama and got selected in the um, Top man. best 11 <laughs> of this one. Uh, Neil, I've got, I've got one here from a Tranmere fan. We've got a Tranmere fan watching it as well. Wow. And he, said, he says, uh, could you say hi to John Blundell who's watching? Hello, John, mate. Hope you're well. So they're all everywhere. Who's got one final question out of yeah, that guy? I have. Mine's, mine's going to be very quick. Go on. Go on when then, you were Jamie. there, who, who was the on. fastest? You, you or Lloyd Dyer? Who was the fastest? <laughs> uh, Lloyd Dyer. I'm not, I'm not quick. I just I just knew how to look, how to pretend to look quick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did look you quick. Did. You did. You, you, look look quick. you did look quick. <laughs> you did. You looked really quick. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's right. That's why I grew my hair, so it shakes around and it just gives that <laughs> Phil, I think, on, should, I, I think we should wrap it up with, um, well, Dan's is a, you're a Liverpool fan, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, so um, talk Enjoy to me, how, how, how do you want the season to finish? We, we finished this show on the, the same questions. How, how's the, yeah, how's the season finishing? Um, for me, do you know what? In my head, I don't. I don't care what anyone says. We won the league anyway, regardless. <laughs> in, all, in all seriousness, I just think it should it should finish whatever way is best for the general public. At the end of the day, we're in a serious situation now, and I'm like a football fan as well. I do want to. Season. If there is a way that we can do that, then questions yep. is like I say, the main themselves, all the what everyone watching is is interesting. Brilliant. Okay, I Brilliant think Neil, family. that's been absolutely fantastic having you with us tonight, Neil. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, does it? Does he know his song though? Can he sing his song? Can you yeah. sing his song at the end? <laughs> yeah. Come on, we're going to do it, Neil. Are you going to join us? Everybody dance now. Did you get, Neil, have you had that everywhere, at every club you've been to, or was it just Leicester? 
Um, no, I did the you actually sing at Crystal Palace as well. And then obviously, if you look on That's me Twitter, I've got the stuff with it. So, um, do you know what? I'm thankful whoever took the photo and the fan in there. If you can get in touch with me, I'll send you one of my old Leicester kids. <laughs> Fantastic. Brilliant. Thanks, Neil, for joining us tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure. Cheers, Neil. Thank you. Brilliant. Cheers, Neil. Thank you, mate. Good luck at Tranmere for the end of the season as well, Neil. I appreciate that, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Cheers, Neil. Nice Thank you. Thank you. I've enjoyed Thanks, having you on, mate. It's been brilliant. Thank you. Everybody Thanks, Neil. That's been superb. Thanks Bye-bye. so much for Neil joining us. Um, thanks, Russ, as well, for joining us. You got your questions in there. Thank you for that. Yes, say, see you soon, Russ. Um, who else see, Russ. got? Chappers? Yes. Uh, oh, we'll Thursday, see Thursday. Thursday. Hold on. Thursday. Go on, then. We have got... We have got... I've lost Richard track. Stearman. No, it's Thursday, Phil. It's Monday tonight. We have yeah, got no. Richard Stearman on Thursday. He's pl- still playing at Huddersfield. So we've actually got a... Pu- so that's Neil Dans still playing at Tranmere and yeah. Richard Stearman still playing at um, Huddersfield on Thursday night at 7 o'clock. I know what I want to ask Richard Stearman about. Stoke, away. Oh, no. I will. Do you know what? Because Richard Stearman, he's, <laughs> he's up there in my estimations right at the top. Because I swear to God, he was about one of the only players who was bothered that day. Yeah, yeah. Stoke. Yeah, you're right there. He really was bothered about it, and you could see it. So I'm really, I'm really pleased we've got him on. I think he'll be a good, a good chat. And like you say, still playing out. He's had a great career actually after leaving Leicester. Very steady. He's been at Wolves yeah. as well, hasn't he? And Sheffield uh, United, Sheffield yeah. United, Wolves, Ipswich, uh, Wolves, promotions. Yeah, yeah. Loads of blades, promotions. I think he played so, in Europe as well for Wolves, doesn't he? I think. I think he's done very well. Right, anyway, listen, guys. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Tom, for joining us. Are you getting any sleep yet, Tom? No. (laughs) (laughs) Go and have a rest. Thanks, Tom, for joining us. Brilliant. Thanks, Chappers. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, I'll see you Thursday evening, Phil. And J-Met, see you later. Take care. See you later. Thanks. And thanks, Jamie, for fixing that one up again. Not a problem. They're still coming in. They're all coming in still. You all want to chat to us. Brilliant. Right. Let's see. See you later. See you Thursday. See you soon, Jamie. Uh, let's get a few comments in there from people who have been watching. Thanks, everybody, for getting all your comments in as ever. Thanks for Neil Dans for joining us. Thanks as ever for the guys, the sponsors. You know who they are because we keep plugging them. But thanks as well to all those guys. And of course, mostly thanks to uh, Neil Dans for joining us. That's been the absolute biggest one. So, Thanks, everybody, for watching. If you can like and share this video, I'd appreciate it. My name's Phil. This is Lester and TV. Cheers.
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.